0: campers it's lauren marie taylor and you are listening to the not the final girl podcast hey everybody thanks for tuning in to the not the final girl podcast this is going to be a mini pod because i'm basically just going to be talking to myself for about 15 minutes but you can listen in okay i'll i'll let you do that Before I get started, I just wanted to give a few shout-outs to the supporters of the show. We've got Tim down in New Jersey. Hope he's not too close to Camp Crystal Lake down there. And Tom, of course, further south in Baltimore. Diehard Orioles fan. Just kidding. (laughs) Nick down in Texas. Can you send me some Texas toast, please? I haven't had it since I was about 10 years old. And of course, James over in Rhode Island. I hope you're not going swimming. I heard there's some sharks in the waters out there and East Coast Anne still baking away. If you want to find out how to be a Patreon of the show, you can just go to patreon.com slash not the final girl podcast. You can also check out my website, LaurenMarieTaylor.com. And there are links there as well as, oh, you know, pictures from the conventions and various events, up and coming things that I'll have going on. And there's a little store there too, which some merch that I've been bringing to some of the conventions, which is kind of fun. Anyway, I do have an appearance coming up. I don't have any, any more conventions for the rest of the year, as far as I know, but I do have an appearance at the Haunted Majestic which is in Huntington, West Virginia, and that's actually the weekend of Friday the 13th. So that's October 13th and Saturday the 14th. You can find out more about it on my website because I do have a link under the heading appearances and you can just click on that link and it will take you to hauntedmajestic.com. So apparently this <laughs> this haunted attraction is on the Ohio River. So I'm really hoping that being the seasick person that I am, I'm really hoping that I won't power boot during the appearance. Ron Milkey is also going to be there. You know him as Officer Dwarf from part one, and he'll probably be there in his full costume. So I may get, um oh, I don't know, schooled into wearing my Vicky's ugly sweater replica, but We'll see. We'll see. I have time to think about it. Time to think about being uncomfortable in the ugly sweater. Definitely going to wear a pair of ugly gray cargo pants and maybe my moccasins, too. I do have a pair of those white moccasins, so I'll do that. I don't know. Tell me what you think. Send me a message on Instagram and tell me what you think. Um, okay, so let's talk about this forced hiatus. Totally shoulder-driven, guys, okay? If we've seen each other at a convention recently, then you know that I busted my shoulder, tripping over my very active border collie who decided to turn around and twerk slash jump on me in his two-year-old exuberance of love, which sent me into some pretty hard rocks. So I fractured the shoulder Um, A few weeks later, went back to the doctor. He said, I got some bad news for you. And I said, what's the bad news? He said, you're a candidate for surgery. It kind of got a little bit worse and it sort of broke off. So here I am in my giant sling. I know, no sympathy. Don't want any sympathy. (laughs) Just want somebody to tell the dog not to twerk in front of me ever again. Uh, But it should get better. It's about a six week, you know, the usual six weeks and then rigorous physical therapy. So I'll keep everybody up to date on that. But anyway, that said, I had to take the month of July off because it, I've just been consumed with this shoulder silliness. So in August, I'm going to start what is creator month. So I have some pre-recorded chats with a few um, a few creator slash directors. So these are people who have not only written their own screenplay, uh, they've also directed it. They've been huge in terms of raising funds so that their projects can be put on film and then ultimately ultimately released. So uh, from uh, Final Summer, I've got John Iceberg. He is the creator and the director of Final Summer. And our friend Tom Matthews actually has a role in that. And then I'm going to have my own director slash creator of the project that I finished before the strike, everybody. Before the actors' strike, I finished a little project called Pretty Face, and I'm not going to give too much away. I'll have Francesco DiPinto do that for us when he's on the podcast. So it should be pretty cool. I have a couple more people lined up for the month of August, and then I'm going to start – I'm thinking of playing around with some ideas, like doing a monthly theme – so let me know on Instagram at Taylor one if you want to send me a message about that. Let me know what you think about that, about doing themes. Like I was thinking maybe September could be back to school. You know, October, obviously spooky. You know, maybe Christmas themes. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to see what I can do actually during this strike. It might get a little bit dicey to try to speak to actors who have projects. And I'll tell you why in a second. So this strike that I'm blabbering about here, by the way, if you hear noise in the background and it's not dogs barking, we've got this little five or six week old kitten that has decided to move into our garage and And now that he's getting socialized, he's in my little pod with me playing with multiple toys, including a stuffed millennial falcon. So you got to indoctrinate them, indoctrinate them early, right? Say that 10 times fast. All right. So that's the noise that you hear in the background. So this strike, okay. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, come on, you actors get paid so much money, blah, blah, blah. And that's true. But that's not true for most of us who are in the union. So it's, there's just a tiny percentage of the around 160,000 union members with SAG-AFTRA who are those big money makers, you know, um, what's the, the dude who's always running in every movie, Tom Cruise. Okay. Um, our Barbie, Margot Robbie, who I love Leo, you know, DiCaprio and, um, Angelina Jolie, even our girl, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, these are the big stars, you know, they're big movie stars, and they don't need a side hustle to support themselves and their family. So it's the smaller people in the union, and there are no small actors, just small roles, okay? So the people who have the smaller roles, like, you know, you'll see the uh, people on Law and Order, all the episodic shows, the sitcoms. These are actors, not the ones who are regulars, but the ones who are guest stars. These are, we're like gig workers, you know, we don't, have a long-term contract with shows like I did when I was on the soap opera. I had a contract for 12 years, but we don't have long-term contracts. We audition, we get a small role. We're really happy about it. Um, Newscasters, by the way, are not on strike. They're still at work. And as are game show hosts, the Today Show people, all those talk show people, they're covered under a broadcasting contract. So it's a little bit different than being an actor. I mean, here's a good example. Our border collie, I know I've mentioned this before, probably to a guest, uh, that we have this border collie, uh, the twerking border collie, who's two years old, and he's been a regular on a few of the TV shows, which I'm not allowed to say because then it sounds like I'm pushing the TV shows on my podcast. But he's been on the TV shows, and because I'm his handler, I get paid to be on set with him. So it's not a lot of money, but you know, you figure if I'm working, oh, I don't know, uh, five days a month with him, with just the dog, then that's a little bit of extra money in our pocket to pay off student loans and things like that. <clears throat> yep, I have those too. Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, so background actors, of course, you know, all those people you see walking on the streets, or in movie theaters, you know, sitting and watching a movie with the stars, all those people are background actors, and they're represented by the union. And they want to make sure That if they're in a crowd scene, another production can't just take their, you know, their likeness, you know, their face, their body, what they're wearing, you know, what they're doing, and just put it in another film or put it in a TV show without them being compensated. So uh, the background actors, we don't want to be CGI'd, okay? That's what we're talking about. But, you know, so many different things are covered, any kind of principal on-camera work, um, singing, which thankfully, I don't have to worry about that. Dancing, doing stunts. Even the guys who pilot aircrafts, you know how you see stuntmen and they've got those helicopters, they're going up in helicopters. They can't do that. They're in the union. Okay. They can't do that either. Puppeteering, which is, you know, I would never have thought of that, but I guess that's a thing. You also can't do promos for your own movies or anything else. Stand-ins, that's another thing. Big actors, you know, they, their stand-ins usually go around with them and some of them look exactly like the actor. Like Brad Pitt's stand-in, I saw him once and he looks exactly like Brad Pitt. So the stand-ins are actors. They're still actors. They're the ones who are on the mark, on set, where the, principal actor, like let's say Brad Pitt, since I already used him as an example, his stand-in will be the person who does the grunt work. So while they're adjusting the lighting, while they're figuring out what camera lens they want to use, do they want to do close-up? Do they want to do long lens? You know, while the background is being told, okay, when he says this, cross this way, just don't cross in front of Brad Pitt. You know, we got to see him. So while all that's going on, the stand-in is the person who's on set doing that work while all of these adjustments are being made. So when Brad Pitt and George Clooney, let's say, when they come back on set, their stand-ins step off to the side, not too far away, and everything is already done. So all they have to do as the big stars, they just have to do their dialogue and their movements. So stand-ins are not allowed to work either. And even people who have day player roles, you know, like single roles, like guest starring roles on TV shows, they'll have a stand in, you know, maybe you'll only have five, six lines, but they'll have a stand in. So those people, you know, they're out of of a gig as well. The thing that really kind of got me because, you know, a lot of us do conventions throughout the year, as you know, you know, I did a few this year, most recently, Days of the Dead, fabulous time in Indianapolis, Creature Feature Weekend and Gettysburg. Of course, in Buffalo, I did the uh, Nickel City Con, and it's a lot of fun. You know, we we all just have a great time, and I know you you know my chum Felissa Rose. She does a lot of conventions, especially with the big anniversary year for uh, for sleepaway camps. So she and Catherine Commie, of course, are doing a lot of a lot of appearances in with the anniversary year for their movie. According to the strike order, we're not supposed to do conventions. I've got the list in front of me, and it says interviews. Uh, promotion or publicity services for work tours, which I'm not Beyonce, so I'm not going on tour anytime soon, but personal appearances are part of the strike order. Uh, like I said, interviews, conventions, fan expos. So I don't know if anybody realized this, but for the big San Diego comic con, what was it last week or a couple of weekends ago? There were no stars at that. You didn't see the Jamie Lee Curtis's. And all those people who people, you know, just wait online for forever to see. Uh, you saw, you know, different people, talented people, of course, artists and whatnot. But um, when I looked at the website, I did not see any any uh, actors, you know, like big name actors that you usually see at the San Diego Comic Con. There was no Tom Cruise there either. Uh, Fan Expos, like I said, festivals, uh, we can't go to any of these for your consideration where you get to see movies for free. Oh, here, here's another one. I was surprised about this one because you're just chit-chatting. A panel. If you've ever been to a convention, you know that the panels are so much fun. And the moderators are always great at the panels. And we can't do panels at the conventions. I, I, I was a little surprised by that. Uh, they call it junkets, awards shows, social media. We have to be careful about posting and hashtagging our movies on social media. Aren't you surprised about that? I mean, I just feel like I did Friday and Girls' Night Out and uh, Neighbors. I did that, you know, those forty years ago. And but they don't want us um, talking about those things. And I guess because you know we're on strike against these big studios, and all those movies were put out by big studios, so we can't we can't do that on social media. Now I don't know. If there's somebody who's policing our social media, but I'm not going to do anything silly because I don't want to get suspended and I do not want to get fined. That's for sure. I'm just going to be careful. The other one that kind of put me in a little bit of a uh, mm -mm -mm was podcast appearances, so I'm thinking I have a few friends uh, who I already spoke to at conventions, and they said, oh, yeah, you know, hit me up at the end of summer because we got plans all summer, and I can, you know, be on in September. And I was like, great. And then the strike happened, and I'm thinking, oh, no. These are actors who have projects coming out that they want to talk about. And if this strike is still going on in September – I won't be able to uh, interview them. And technically, we're not supposed to be on other people's podcasts. I mean, I've done a couple already. So I've got some in the can with other podcasters um, and video uh, podcasts. So I'm lucky I did that before because, you know, I like to do other people's podcasts. You know, you pay it forward, give back to the podcasting community. So I was kind of surprised about, about the podcast. So I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more. But I can go to that haunted mansion. I can do that. I signed the contract for that before the strike happened. So I'm happy that I don't have to cancel that. So anyway, that's where everything pretty much is, guys. If you're looking for any more news about anything, again, you can go to laurenmarietaylor.com and see what's going on there. Or you can just uh, check out my Instagram, Taylor one That's number one behind my name. This is usually when I be saying, and you can see so-and-so in the upcoming blah, 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 Or don't forget to check your streaming services for so-and-so's movie. Can't do that now. So I'll just uh, enjoy getting scratched up by this five or six week old cat. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. Hope you get to keep cool wherever you like to keep cool, even if it means going to a mall or the supermarket where the air conditioning is super. And don't forget to keep your doors locked and stay out of the woods.